Welcome to Accelerate Your Wealth, a podcast by Rebecca Robertson, founder and director of Evolution Financial Planning. This season, we'll be covering all things wealth, from owning it to maximizing it. For further information, or if you'd like help accelerating your wealth directly, please do contact us. Head over to our website, www.rebeccarobertsonevo.co.uk. Oh, I have my lovely friend with me today, who normally is interviewing other people on her radio show. And you normally only see her for the few minutes beforehand when she has a pre-show show. show. Pre-show yes, show. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of the time you can't see her. And she's like, is the camera on? And we can see you. Yay! You look lovely. Thanks. You look, I, I'm in my hot office with a jumper on, like that in front of my desk, you know, on my f- phone call. You look all like fresh and like you just got out the shower. Or I'm something. not though, love. I'm not. I'm being like you. I'm sat here writing and just working harder than ever. It's crazy. On Easter, on Easter Monday. I know. How mad are we? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm really happy. It's all good. I've got loads of things happening and I'm, I'm really chuffed with all of it. I'm and trying you... not to say anything. I'm really trying not to say anything because I'm going to interview you in a minute. I'm like, shut up, bird. No, you're, I'm interviewing you. It's the other way right, around. Sorry, go. Go on, love. You actually, I want to hear from you. I want to hear what your thoughts are. What <laughs> your impressions are. Of what? <laughs> See, but you're interesting. I know you're used to interviewing other people. I've just got to take oh, those yeah. slippers off because I'm getting too hot. I have got slippers. See, now that's what I love about us, right? Because we're actually real about it. Look, I've got slippers on. My oh. dog's in the office here. Yeah, that's lovely slippers on. Um, so yes, birds. Um, well, Sarah and Lucas, aka known as the bird. So we have. Um, I have a lady watching, and I'm really sorry. I'm not going to be able to pronounce your name. I'm going to give it a go, and you might laugh. Um. Angeleski, Angeleska. I'm I'm really bad with names. Uh, I've got Louise, Mina, Katie's watching, Leslie's watching, Nikki's watching. So the few listening to us live, we were a little bit late. I do apologise. Um, coming on a little bit late was having a tech problem um, with getting into the same meeting room together. Um, and today I'm on the Wealth series interviewing. Well, I know her as Bird, but her actual name is Sarah Ann Lucas. Everyone who knows her well knows her as Bird. And you look uncomfortable. Is this weird for you, being me? I'm trying to shut up and not say a thing. I'm really trying to listen and think because I've got so much going on in my head. I'm like, shut up, just listen to her. Um, Well, you're doing something really brave yourself. And your new business is called Beautiful Brave Body. But you're doing something really brave by shutting down, really, a a business that you've run for quite some time, a radio show that you've worked on, Bird on the Bike, the whole concept that you've worked on for years. You're leaving the country. And how many days? Well, it was 10 days. But now, obviously, until the world starts to open up again, then whenever it does, we go. Right. And you're sitting there writing. Leaving my children. Leaving your children. How brave are you? Amazing. But taking my dog. <laughs> yeah. Her seat costs more than a business class seat. Go figure. She's going on the plane with you. No, she's not allowed, is she? She's going in the hold. In the hold? Oh, okay. Yeah. When you said seat, I just imagined her. Well, you know, she's in a, a seat. box and she's in a. Oh. You know, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. This is how go our on. conversations go. Like, this is what we're like, aren't we? It's yeah, not... great. I love it. 
so you're here as part of the wealth series not just yeah. to have a general like i try and focus myself we are like two school children when we get together um and i've got two questions for you and um i'd love to hear what your story is and the question you know people you ask questions all the time but i'd really love to hear what you think and what it means to really to you so the first question is and i've got a little one banging on the window who's got an ice cream and covered its mouth is covered in ice cream and he's literally banging on the window and that he's the type of child that if i don't acknowledge him or talk to him he'll just keep banging on the window hi helen hi jenny hi katie i'm on the phone he wants to say hello do we do this I, it's a bank holiday let's just do this hang on <laughs> anyway i'm loving it because i'm 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 usually the yeah, other way quiet and you're a good boy you can stay in say hello to sarah my glasses look you can hear them through this earpiece here we go so everyone's watching keeping it real with the kid with an ice cream this is going to be messy can you hear say hello sarah the sun didn't melt it the sun didn't you melt want me it. to say hello you want yeah. me to say hello sarah you can hear yes. me hello love can you hear her? Hi. Um, so the first question Go on. with the baby on my lap um, is, he looks so grown up with his hair short, lovely ice cream. Isn't he? Everyone's saying it looks like a nice ice cream. Mom, say that. Don't you not want to hear? No? Okay. Um, so this is all about wealth and what wealth means to us. And I'm having these conversations. You had a show called The Conversation. And it always comes into my head when I say that. Um, but it's about starting a conversation around money and women with wealth because mm. it's such an important area. We we both on the same page when it comes to this stuff, and I I know you're very passionate about this as well. So, for you, but what does it actually mean to you? As as what does wealth mean to you exactly? Um, it's really simple. Opportunity. What flavour is it? It's, it's and, and I know lots of people are going to say, you know, it, it's all sort of blasé and normal things. Like, oh, freedom, it means that I can have this. But for me, it means opportunity. So I've just finished Burden of Bike after eight years of having it as a company. I've known it had probably reached its potential. And then I thought I need a bit of investment from say burden a bike to go and grow beautiful brave body to a global business burden a bike was never going to do that so i knew that so for me wealth came in having the courage to do it so wealth isn't just about money but it is massive in money as well so it's in that courage do i have the courage to stop something that's working by the way so it's bringing me in a really good income but some people would go you're mad but it wasn't giving me the wealth and the return on investment that i wanted the radio show was an amazing show it just wasn't giving me the numbers and figures that i i wanted that i and it wasn't from an ego base it was from i want to make this a global phenomenon it needs this number of listeners it needs this number of reviews and burden of bike 
the conversation wasn't getting that. Right. No matter how I was delivering it. So I thought, right, do we start again? Do we keep going? It's that normal question, is it? Do you keep going? Are you quite close to the gold or do you literally start again? Mm. But I, I, And I thought, actually, no, I believe, and this is where I had to really take responsibility for it, I believed that it, it had done, it had reached its potential, it needed a different word, it needed different branding. However I was speaking, you weren't hearing me. So right. as much as I was reaching out and getting a really great success, if that's what you want to call it, it wasn't, and I'm going to use this sentence. I'm going to use this sentence prescriptively. It wasn't enough for me. So that's what wealth did. It gave me an opportunity. So I was able to put more money into the business and literally be able to take a year out and work on the business. So, you know, I have not stopped. I have worked harder in isolation here than ever before. My business is going completely virtual now. So this has sort of played into my hands a little bit because mm. I was going to do this anyway. I needed to build a business that I could move around as my partner moved around. But also, mm. I'm her. Here we go. So wealth gave me this confidence as well. Mm. And we've spoke about this before. I could easily sit back on my laurels and be supported that, you know, I'm, I'm in that position. Now. By the way, I wasn't four years ago, but I'm now in a partnership where we can really support each other and I could allow him to support me and off I go and write a little book and it really makes no difference at all. I didn't, I don't need to earn, you know, I'm in a very privileged position at this minute. I wasn't mm. <laughs> five years ago. Very interesting. But I know that my independence in finance is part of who I am. And I can't relinquish that control away. Mm. So that's wealth. Where does that come from? So that's still giving you the choices in the future. So but is, it, that, yeah. is, that, is that because if something was to happen to the relationship, that then you still can stand on your own two feet? Or is it because you've been through, you know, the shit? that you yeah. then think, oh, actually, I, I know how bad it can be. I don't want to be, I don't want the, that onus to be on one other person. Like, where does that come from? Is it from a fear or is it from a striving? I can't stand in my shoes or on my platform or speak to people. I'm just here writing a book now, seeking the wisdom of women. You know, I can't write there and talk about women's empowerment and not be empowered myself. That's just crazy. You can't talk about women's wealth and be ridiculously in debt you can't run you can't say you're a businesswoman and not be running a business mm. you you can't do that mm. so for me i have to stand here and if i'm going to be you know creating a new business called beautifulbravebody.com and i'm building a website and i'm doing all of these things then i have to be financially independent in that as well mm. even though i don't have to be in this very privileged state at the minute. For example, you and I have talked about my pension. It's really important that I keep my pension. It's really important that I keep all these things, not because I'm scared or I'm in fear or lack of, it's just that it makes me feel empowered. Therefore, I'm confident. I'm, stand, I'm standing in my own shoes of exponential growth. 
then I've got the greatest relationship with my partner. If I relied on him in a different way, then I wouldn't be being responsible to that relationship. Yeah. Gotcha. So I get it. I get, I get where you're coming from. So what advice would you give to your younger self after everything you've learned from the journeys and ups and downs you've gone through and you've had, you know, you've still got a property, which you rent yeah. out um, and you've, you know, built this business and you've, you know, had other successes in your career in the past and you've got three children that are now pretty much all adults apart from one just off being an adult. Mm. Um, where, what advice would you, what would you give? Now, I thought about this. Um, I would probably want to be more present with the money that I had years ago. Now, I'm not the woman that I was then now, if that makes sense. Yeah. So what mattered now, and I'm just writing about this, what matters now to me, did it matter back then? And what mattered back then, did it matter? Does it, would it have mattered now? Mm. I, I, I'm not a great believer in, I'm, it sounds all very cliche. I don't want to look back and say, oh, you got that wrong or you didn't get that wrong. What I did do, I stopped spending. I really stopped consuming. I really stopped. I'm so pleased I did that. I'm really pleased I had zero money for a long time bringing up my little ones um, and literally learned how to budget, literally learned to the penny and took full responsibility of that. I'm pleased that happened because I probably would never have got there unless I had zero. So I, I think I'm super grateful now, I'm, you know, but I'm like everything, I'm, I'm learning actually with my wisdom is coming simplicity. So I'm able to take the complexities of life and really simplify it. Mm. And that, that's, I, I'm so confident now compared to when I was 20. Mm. I didn't care. I mean, you've just spoken to my three about investing and whatnot. And my lot, I've always been brought up with that lovely investment. Of, they've always saved 10%, always. Now they're adults, it's really difficult for me as a mum to see them not doing that. Because mm. I did it, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this for them. And they're going to learn this and they're going to implement it. And actually, the honesty is, they don't really see the value of it yet. I can't give them that experience yet. Only life can give them that experience. So they go, oh, my God, I wish I had. Do I wish I'd known to invest earlier? Yes. I know, you, I know, give, I know you're not looking for any answers, but I wish I'd just put £10 away of, you know, or 10% of my earnings. My friend always says to me, I don't earn enough. And I'm like, do you earn £10? She's like, yeah, so we'll put a pound away. And literally get into the practice of that. You know, now I'm playing catch up with a pension. I don't care what I do. I will be paying, say, £250 a month, whatever. And mm. if I, you know, so that's, that's really important is, is creating wealth through opportunities. And what other opportunities have you, have you seen in terms of things that you've tried or played with that's worked or not worked? Oh my God, do you know what? I was only talking about this with um, Stephen today. So here's a great example. 
you can nick this idea because I'm, I'm in the middle of thinking, should I do this as a business idea or not? I'm just speaking to my hairdresser. And this is how I create all the time. And it's creating from lack of. So, for example, when I go to uh, Rwanda, because we're moving to Rwanda in a couple of, well, in a month, whenever we go, I'm going to need to dye my hair. I'm 50, I was 50 three weeks ago, lockdown came, we're supposed to be going out and I'm 50. Something great. It's not a hardship though, is it really? Um, anyway, and I've got to dye my hair. My roots come through. Every, let's be real, roots come through. Now I'm going to Rwanda. They've got different hair type than me. I'm a blonde bimbo, a white woman running around Rwanda. Look, it's true. So I It's thought, true, but well, it's, it's you as well. It's, <laughs> it's true. Right, so I'm this blonde bimbo running around Rwanda, like, and they're all like, this. anyway, so I thought, I need my hairdresser to send me over a little monthly root package. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. All nice, and so I've said to her now, I need, I've got a, a business idea for you, because I was supposed to be in the hairdresser today, um, next week. And this week, yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's a great idea. So I just want a monthly thing that she'll send over to Rwanda for me that I can do my own routes, you know, a video, a blah, blah, blah. Those type of things were opportunities that if, one, here's the thing, wealth comes in time as well. At this minute, I haven't got any time to do that. I'm writing my set of five books. I'm just building this new business. I'm writing all the content for a website. I'm organizing the team for uh, Beautiful Brave Body. And we're building and building moves and we're building videos, building this. So if you want that idea, you can have it because I don't have the time. <laughs> and that's wealth at the minute. You know, wealth yeah. comes in time. It comes in confidence. It comes in just being bloody minded. It comes in respecting somebody else's opinion and going, do you know what, I'm, not, I'm going to do it anyway. It yeah. comes in, but money is vital. You can't start these things on zero. I'm really sorry about that. No. Because you, or even though you can swap chickens with somebody, you could say, oh, like, I'll do this if you do that type of thing. Hmm. But you need money to start these things. Yeah. You do. So what, what, where did your desire come from? So where does your drive come from? Before you mentioned about um, how, you know, it... it it, there wasn't enough numbers with the radio yeah. show for you to have yeah, this, yeah. this, you know, this this global presence, and it wasn't enough for you. And it, yeah. it's not necessarily about the wealth element, whether it was you was earning fifty thousand or one hundred fifty thousand, or you know, you were a six figure business or a seven figure business, which is what a lot of people throw around these days. Um, you know, I talk about income, not turnover, because it depends on how much you're paying on Facebook ads and how much you're paying for everything else to actually get. You know, what's your actual mm. true wealth? What's your so what drives you to, to do those things? Because if you don't have that overwhelming need, but you, you know, there's a level of support, what desires you to want to have a global business? Honestly, you'll love this now, right? My ex-husband. Now, after we, we used to have a very wealthy life, um, and unfortunately it all came crashing down. And then um, this was, what, eight years ago, and he sent me this. We got divorced. And if you know him, he's an amazing man, by the way. So it's, it's not a problem. I'm not, it's anything. It's giving you an understanding. And he wrote me this email in an awful lot of pain. I can just, I can, I can even read it now. And in there was, you know, painful words, painful, painful words. And that was my motivation. I thought, I am going to show you that I'm this amazing businesswoman and that I'm going to be able to take this money and do something with it. That's, that's, that was the, that was the point of, okay, that's not the same now. 
But before that, I was a nurse for what, 17 years. Money wasn't really no. a driver for me. It really wasn't. Um, although I liked a nice house and I liked a nice car and all that jazz. You know, things were nice, but it came with age as well. Mm. And this is what I'm just writing about now is who I am now was not the woman that I was in my 20s or 30s. So the motivation, the stimulus is going to be so different. What makes women more motivated um, towards money in later life then, do you think? Or is it just due to circumstances when you, you, you start to realise you've only got so many working years left? Well, Rebecca Roberts and I have found that's in the book. Now, <laughs> I tell you, we could talk about this, well, we do talk about this forever because you and I have done a women's wealth um, for my radio show. I've seen two different styles of approach. One would be women do get to a point where they're like, I'm going to take life seriously now. I haven't got many, not even many, you know, I didn't take life very seriously. Right, now I'm going to, now I'm going to do that. Um, they take who they surround themselves with very seriously. Other people's opinions don't matter as we get older. This is what I'm finding from my, <laughs> I know, right? Other people's opinions don't matter. So we're actually happy to do stuff mm. regardless of what other people think, feel, say. Mm. Um, and then you've got the other flip side of women are still financially dependent. And like to be, by the way. So that's yeah. just, all of this isn't coming as a judgment. This is observational no. feedback, if anything. So women are going, look, I'm still financially dependent with my husband. That's the way I like it. It works really well for my relationships. And I say, you go do you. You do you. Yeah. And that's cool. So I'm not seeing these empowered women that everybody's saying, and there's no need for feminism and la la la. I'm not seeing that. If anything, I'm still seeing women very firmly connected with their partners, still being the lesser of the two owners. Mm -hmm. And here's what some of my friends do. And I'll leave you to judge this or not. They'll say to me, I've got a part-time job and it's my money. He's, he pays for everything, but this is my money. And I don't believe that that's equality. For me, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter how much money I earn, I'm going to put it all in the pot. Mm. you put all the money in the pot and then we come together as a family and we distribute that where it yeah. needs to go yeah. that to me is equality and women's empowerment not necessarily on who earns more i've got to earn more than my other half i've got to have a better job it's, for me that's i don't need that ego part no but i do know that i have a responsibility to come with all yeah put it all in the pot this is yeah. my belief, and then we're equal. Yeah, I and I don't disagree with you there. Um, I, I think sometimes it does. That's relationships are quite complicated, aren't they? Mm. Any, anyway, and then you add money to that to that equation, and if you've got relationships over a long period of time, or relationships where they've had previous situations, it's now a new For relationship. Sure. It sort of that past imprints on people's, you know, expectations. You haven't healed your fear. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Um, so that, that's where money is so emotive. That's why we talk about it all the time. Yeah. Like, when I'm saying to you about how I want to invest money, I always ask myself, right, where did that money come from? Whose money was it before mine? Is it clean or dirty? Do you know what I mean? 
and it's true and I really get where do you get dirty money from oh well you know what I mean it's like (laughs) do you know what I mean no no I meant no what what do you mean (laughs) well you know what I mean you know, it's like a, just an emotion, isn't it? Is it? Oh, I see. Emotion. Is it, emotion is it pure? Emo- right. Yeah. I is thought it you made it illegal. No. Me? Could you imagine it? Um, Mrs. Truth Teller. Um, was no. it me? Yeah. So that's how I look at money. Money's always emotional. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And I think it's important in relationships to see where where you're at with that. And it's there's no judgment like from my part or from from anyone's, and um, we're all in our in our own. You know, I've been with my partner twenty years. Um, we literally came together both with nothing. No one gave us anything. Everything we have is a joint partnership. And up until I had my first child, I earned more than him. Um, and the, he continued on his trajectory, and I won't make redundant. So there's a reason why our finances are the way we are at the moment because of that historic. <coughs> but like a squeaky thing I breathe in and I go Eep! I feel like a little mouse don't know if you think you can hear it but in my head I, I well obviously I can hear it and um and then when I started the business um I wasn't earning an awful lot of money he was still up on his upward trajectory and that's the case for a lot of women they take a exactly. career break or they're in nursing or they're in more career exactly. jobs he's now head of IT for a top 100 law firm you know and it's yeah. not to say that my job doesn't um you know I, I do earn well from my business um and you know is it is it in line with his trajectory well I'm nearly there but I'm not quite there because there's other things to consider in my business and then I I leverage my time and I pay for three tech VAs or three VAs and client managers I probably give out about 20 25 30 percent of my revenue for my time because I'm looking after the children um yeah so there's there's many different factors to, to take into account with relationships but I think as long as I th- hang on what's going on here i think did our live drop out let me just check or is it just my phone it says live on facebook so we're That's recording okay um it's just on my i've got it going on my phone so i can see any comments mm. and stuff and it, it's it's dipped out so i'm just wondering um no we're still live it's just my phone i think it's just going a bit of a go slow just i'll make sure it's um connecting correctly it could be my wi-fi i think the tech gremlins have been playing with us today haven't they they have thank goodness we use zoom all the time <laughs> well I, I i'm nearly at the end of um, my questions and we det- you know, we've gone on to little other little subjects as i've expected us to but i'm glad that we have because i think it makes it much more interesting because that's what, what wealth is yeah it isn't just money no, it's a hundred percent not. I totally agree. But it's figuring out what it is for you right now. Exactly. And and that can be different for everybody, and there should be no no judgment. So um, just to make sure that we are um, click ticking over correctly in in the group, and just we end on a um, a high because my Wi-Fi is really not happy at the moment. I think there's obviously too many people on the internet at the second, um, but. If it's not going to play ball, then we might just need to finish without. Um, what looking, just to say as well, is what you and I always talk about. I always say we poke the bear with people. So you, if you're hearing this and you're like, Bird, I can't believe you've just said that. Honestly, everything is, inten- is, is my intention is with love and respect. It is never for you to go, you said this and you said that. I'm not saying there is a right or wrong way. What I do believe is, is actually understand who you are 
where mm. you are in this moment and actually then decide what does money and wealth mean to you so can you invest can you not the answer is always going to be yes it's just going to be on what emotion can you so you know we've done a wealth um personality then if you want to call it and you know was i this this person who thought about wealth and investing it 15 years ago no way no but my circumstances now dictate my emotions that then decide how i'm then going to invest spend consume not consume money so here's a really big question and i'm i'm not even sure we can answer it right now how does somebody shift their emotional state to to, to to bring that additional level of wealth there's a question how they shift their state well you need to decide what does it mean to you i started bird on a bike and this is my this is why i want i wanted i wanted to be able to take my children all expenses paid so i wanted about you know my kids are 23 22 and 18. so i wanted and this was about eight years ago so i wanted to take them on a snowboarding holiday every year for the rest of their lives i want to pay for them to do that and you might be screaming at me now going when are you going to let them grow up blah 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 but for me that family holiday that family time that i've always given them so they've been skiing and snowboarding since they all were six my little one was two and we've literally done that every year maybe three or four times a year and i knew how valuable it was for us to be playing with each other as a family and it worked really well for us even when i had set children and that it was just amazing so i wanted that wealth to pay for that holiday mm. and at this point i bought a house but had zero furniture in it I mean zero but I made sure we went on that holiday because that was that was vital for me as that person so does that help because now yeah. obviously I've got SETI I've got all those things but it's so vital that I still take my children on that family holiday every year to somebody else they might think that's really not what I value but that is mm. so what I do and that's what for me business was all about at the very beginning now yeah. it's grown and evolved into something more but if you can make it so personal if you can make it so doable so tangible um and not and then compromise or um give up or you know get not be attached to things that's what I did I shifted the whole I wasn't attached to things anymore I was attached to an experience to give to my children yeah totally and i think that applies to spending as well as wealth creation and saving but it, the element of your spending yeah. so a lot of people spend in in weird and wonderful ways and it doesn't actually give them any real value i'm just going to go back to the comments thank you ladies that was a fascinating conversation key takeaway for me is working out where you are over money right now and mm -hmm. not taking the guilt trip in the past um, also taking into account your current situation and working with it again not setting unrealistic targets at least to stopping and thinking about money as a start Leslie said the first time I heard about you both was whilst I was sitting on a beach with my kids in Venice last June um, and she said I, I agree with you family important um, family holidays are so important 
um, and apparently they could hear us whilst I thought they, uh, and having your own financial independence. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Sarah, and um, let us know about your Can book. Can I just say, just quickly go to that quick thing, because that, that, it's really interesting, and I, if anything, this will leave it beautifully, that unrealistic or that realistic goal. I don't know whether the people who succeed in life build unrealistic goals and succeed, or whether they build realistic goals and reach them. I've got no idea, but you do you. You've got to keep reaching, you've got to keep working hard. That's all I can say. I am working harder than I ever have. I'm not sat here. People have said, oh, are you watching Netflix? I have zero. I'm literally working morning, noon, and night. So if there's one thing, you've just got to do more, keep working harder at everything, at relationships, at work, at, you know, whatever it be, at children, at listening, at being. Just do more. Do more, do more quickly. I had a sales manager that used to shout that. He used to get a, a stick and bang it on the table. It was like a really harsh sales environment. He used to say, do more, do more quickly. Just yeah, trying to get to sell yourself. more. You know, when I go to Rwanda, I'm meeting these people who, they're like talking about putting these tower blocks up or they're putting this up. And I'm like, what? You know, they're so unrealistic goals, but not to them, but they are. Um, yeah. so I've got no idea anymore whether your dreams should be unrealistic or not just have them and yeah. just do them now go do go do something i love that and on that note that was sarah and lucas ak bird and her new business um when's the website going to be live oh 12 weeks it literally is in we're in uh, branding stage we're in building stage so i'm not worried about it at all 12 weeks i've given them to so i put a whole team together i've done it a little bit different of course you know of course but yeah of course um but, but you'll come That's back and share it with us right yeah cool yeah. lovely well i'm gonna um sound off the live now guys and thank you for joining us those that have been with us thank you for joining us on today's episode of accelerate your wealth if you'd like to take the steps to accelerate your wealth further, perhaps owning it more or maximizing it to its full potential, please do head over to our free Facebook group, The Money Mastery Collective, where we post regular updates on tips to maximize your wealth and also support you along the way. We'd love to see you there.